All right, church. So as you're all making your way back to your seats, I'm going to ask the kids, any of the kids that are here with us this morning in the sanctuary, guys, go ahead and join us up front here. And church, if you would please welcome Miss Melody this morning as she comes forward to share the Bible story with our kids this morning. Good morning. I think we have a slide to start off with. And I'm going to ask you what it is. What is that? Kids, what is that? The ocean. the ocean. Sometimes people call it the sea. A sea is just a little bit smaller than the ocean. On the next slide, do you think you are more like that boy? Ah, he looks a bit afraid. Or the girl? Are you afraid of the ocean when you get into the waves? Have you all been to the ocean? Raise your hand if you've been to the ocean. Oh, great. Sometimes when I look at the ocean, it makes me think of a tongue twister. What's that? That's a silly song or a poem that's kind of tricky to say. Have you ever heard this? A sailor went to see, 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 to see what he could see, see, see. But all that he could see, 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 was the bottom of the deep blue sea, see, see. Have you ever said that? Or Sally sells seashells by the seashore. Have you ever heard of that? Okay, so that's a tongue twister. The next slide shows a picture of a shell. This shell is called a, a tiger cowrie. Ooh, it's really shiny and pretty, and that you can see what both sides look like. We got this shell from the Indian Ocean in Kenya, in East Africa, when we lived there as missionaries. Sometimes you can find a shell that still has the sea slug living in it, and it crawls around on the bottom of the ocean. When the shells are empty, especially this kind, cowrie shells, they used to be used for money and they would use cowrie shells instead of giving coins to buy something. Have you ever tried putting a seashell up to your ear? What do you hear? The sea. Oh, that's really special. How does that work? But you do, you can hear the sea if you hold it up to your ear. You'll get a chance to do that before you sit down. Okay, the Bible talks about the sea. Let's read what the Bible says about the sea. Once again, you will show loving concern for us. You will completely wipe out the evil things we've done. You will throw all our sins into the bottom of the sea. That's because when we ask Jesus to forgive our sins, he does promise to forgive them, and it says he will completely wipe out this is my eraser you've seen how people wipe out everything on a whiteboard it's like god has an eraser for our heart and he wipes out the things that we have said we're sorry for and it tells us in the bible that it's as if god can throw our sins into the bottom of the sea where they can't be seen any longer and god forgets about them that's a wonderful promise. 
Now, when I think about the ocean, I think about a song, and I have four of you helping me this morning. So come up, my four helpers. Okay, here are my four helpers, and here's the song about the ocean. Gone, 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 yes, my sins are gone. Now my soul is free, and in my heart's a song, buried in the deepest sea. Yes, that's good enough for me. I shall live eternally. Praise God, my sins are G-O-N-E, gone. Okay, thank you. you can, before you sit down, I want you to hold the shell to your ear and see if you can hear the ocean. Pick it up and see. And that will remind us that God throws our sins into the sea. Come and have a turn. And now you can go sit down. Thank you for your help this morning. Can you tell us again what you just said? She said, I can't hear anything. <laughs> thank you, Miss Melody. And thank you, kids, for joining us at the front this morning. Church, we have just a couple of, uh, of announcements and some exciting events that we're going to talk about before we move into our time of uh, giving and worship. So first of all, uh, we just want to make you all aware. Um, I don't know how many of you know Ryan and April Naylor. Uh, April is the young lady that sings on our worship team. They're usually here during second service, um, but they just welcomed a little baby boy, uh, Abraham. Uh, just a couple of weeks ago. So we just uh, want to say congratulations to Ryan and April and uh, welcome Abraham to the home church family. All right, teens, uh, as always, just a reminder for you guys, Thursday night, you will be meeting here at the church. So, amen, praise God. I'm glad to see Little's excited. <laughs> So, guys, we encourage you to come out at 6.30 on Thursday night. So it's a time uh, of prayer before you guys get into the lesson with Matt and Amanda. And uh, I just got to say, Matt, Amanda, thank you guys so much for the work that you're doing with our teens. We appreciate you guys so much. Vacation Bible School. Kids, are you guys excited? Can you believe VBS is happening this week right here at Home Church? So this is going to be uh, taking place August 4th through the 6th uh, here at Home Church. And that's going to be 6 to 8 o'clock every night. And church, just a reminder, we are still in need of volunteers for VBS. So if you are interested in helping out, if God puts it on your heart... Um, I would encourage you to reach out to our children's director, uh, Jane, if you want to go ahead and raise your hand, Ms. Jane Morrill, she will give you guys more information if you are interested. 
next week, there will be a joy potluck. So this is going to be taking place Sunday, August the 8th, after the second service in the gym. So just a reminder, it is an actual potluck. So please bring your favorite dish to share. Uh, we have a baby shower for Lisa Franco happening on August the 21st. This is going to be at Jane Morrill's house at 6 p.m. Uh, the address should be listed on the screen behind me here. If you have any questions at all, please reach out to Jane. And just a reminder that Lisa is registered on Amazon as well. Church, do I have any baseball fans in the house? Any Reno Aces fans? So are you guys familiar with Faith Night? So Faith Night is going to be taking place on August the 27th, which is going to be a Friday night. This is going to be happening at 5 p.m. We will have tickets available next week for purchase. Ticket prices we are expecting are going to be about $10 per ticket. Now, guys, I want to encourage you to come out, not just to hang out with your church family and to have a good time at a baseball game, but Faith Night is also about worship. So if you guys haven't been to a Faith Night before, there is a time of worship before the baseball game. Guys, the worship is going to be led by our very own home church worship team. So make sure you guys mark that on the calendars uh, so that we can get out and uh, support our church and just have such an amazing time. It's really a blast. Um, another baby shower, uh, Haley Quintanella, her baby shower is going to be taking place on August the 28th. Uh, that's going to be at 1030 in the morning here at church. Uh, we will be having that in the gym. Uh, she too is also registered on the Amazon website. So if you guys have any questions, we would ask that you would reach out to either Jeannie Adams or Kim Woods. And then just a reminder, after our second service today, uh, we will be having a children's department meeting in the gym. So anybody who is involved with our children's department or who is interested in volunteering for the children's department, so we're talking about Sunday school teachers, uh, helpers, nursery workers, uh, check-in people. Any of you who are involved, um, please meet us in the gym after second service. Church, that's it for our announcements this morning. So we're going to move into our time of giving and worship. So just a reminder, we would uh, encourage that you still give your tithes and offerings online. If you're here with us this morning and you happen to bring cash or a check, we have our offering box on the left-hand side as you exit our sanctuary. Let's go ahead and bow our heads this morning. Dear Heavenly Father, we just thank you for bringing us here safely this morning, God. Lord, we thank you for the uh, religious freedoms that we have to gather together to praise you and celebrate. God, as we take our tithes and offerings this morning, God, I just pray for each of these people, each of these cheerful givers, who are giving the best to you, God, their first fruits. And God, again, we don't do this because you need the money, Lord. We do this because you want our obedience, God. And Lord, I just pray that you would bless these tithes and offerings, God. I would pray, God, that this money be used 
to help people that are in need, God, that it would uh, just open somebody's eyes and open somebody's heart to see the love that you have for them, God, and that it would make a difference in their lives. God, as we are moving into a time of worship, I just want to lift up our worship team to you this morning, God. Lord, I just pray that you would fill this church, every nook, every cranny, God. Let your presence be known, God. Let this be a time that we just praise you and celebrate all of the good things that you are doing in our lives throughout our church, God. Uh, any barriers that we have created, God, any Jericho walls, God, I just pray that you would knock those down this morning. And God, I just want to lift up our pastor to you this morning, God. We praise you and we thank you for such an amazing leader, for such an amazing shepherd, God. We thank you for Pastor Carlos, for all of the sacrifices that he makes for this church, God. I pray that you bless his message this morning, God. I pray that it fall on open hearts and uh, open minds, God. I pray that whoever is here this morning that needs to hear this message, God, that they would leave changed, different than they walked in this morning. Lord, we just thank you, we praise you, and give you all the glory, God. We pray these things in your name. Amen. Amen. Good morning, church. Let's all stand to our feet. Amen. Thank you, Mike, for that beautiful prayer. Oh, amen, sister. Good to see you. Someone's excited to be in the house of the Lord. Yes. Amen. Worship hasn't even started yet. You already got your hands up, Karen. Amen. Who's excited like Karen this morning? Amen. Um, Miss Barb, if you can come down, please, and, and say a, a, just a special prayer over this morning. I really feel this morning we got, we're excited to be here. There's uh, a lot of good going on in life, but we also have a lot of stuff going on in our personal lives. And so let's uh, ask the Lord this morning just to give us a second dose of his Holy Spirit, we pray. Bow your heads with me, please. Heavenly Father, we approach your throne of grace this morning, thanking you that we can come to you with all of our needs, all of our praises, all of our desires. And we just pray today that you will reach down from heaven and touch each and every soul that's here. You know why they're here. You know why that you've brought them here for this particular day. You know those who are hurting, those who are rejoicing, those who are seeking, and those who have come because they love you so much. And Lord, we just pray that you would fill this place with your Holy Spirit, and we thank and praise you for what you're about to do. And I too would ask you to fill our pastor with your Holy Spirit that he might be anointed to preach your word. We love you, Lord. Hear our prayer. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. I sing praises to your Your name is great and great. 
people here who are ready to surrender to God. I can feel it. I can sense it. You've come here this morning, and you're saying, God, I'm, I'm not here to play games. I'm here to surrender. And we're going to sing out that chorus again this morning, just like a police officer would, would stop you and say, surrender. What would you do? You put your hands up. And some of us can't put it up all the way. Some of us maybe maybe with some disabilities. But this morning, let's raise our hands to the Lord as we sing out this chorus. And let's surrender because Jesus this morning says, you're, you're under arrest. <laughs> surrender. And I don't know about you, but I'm okay with being arrested by God. <laughs> Take me, Lord. And I sing praises to your name. morning if you'd like to come to the altar during this next song feel free to do laid at the feet of Jesus this morning we have two altars here one on my right one on my left and if you want to come and kneel before the God of the King of Kings Lord of Lords may the song speak to you amen your love is like radiant Bursting inside us, we cannot contain and your love will surely come. 
church, but our God forever is faithful. He forever is good. He forever is strong. He's forever mighty. He's forever promising. He is forever with us. And so this morning, we're going to switch it. We're going to take it from lifting our hands to now singing out a loud shout. Amen. Who's ready to worship with me? Amen. Let's do this. One, two, three, four.
give thanks. We give thanks to the Lord, our God and King. His love endures forever. For He is good, He is above all things, yeah. His love endures forever. Sing praise. Sing praise. With the mighty. With the mighty hand and outstretched arm, yeah. For the life that's been reborn here, sing praise, sing praise, sing praise, sing praise forever. God is faithful. Forever God is strong And forever God is with us
song it says and forever God is faithful forever God is strong forever yes forever yeah I say and forever don't matter what happens in the world And forever God is faithful And forever God is strong And forever God is with us Forever No matter what the enemy says to me I sing And forever God is faithful And forever this morning dear heavenly father we thank you it's not just a song we sing it is something it's a promise that we live by it's a hope that we have that forever you are faithful (laughs) forever and i've placed my hope in so many other things lord and your word says you are a jealous god And you get upset when I do those things, but forever you are loving, forever you are forgiving, forever you are faithful. And this morning, we place our hope in you. This morning, we take these words as we sing, but we place them in our heart and we distribute them to those we love. This morning, I pray this revelation that we get, the revelation you've given me, Years ago, I pray as it's presented today, that it would be life for somebody here. A fresh cup of water drawn from your well and your well alone. Not from mine, not from YouTube, not from TED Talk, not from a book, but from your word alone. Jesus, thank you for this beautiful people. 
Thank you for this family that we have here from my left to my right. All different colors, all different backgrounds, races, but we are all one in your name. And I pray your blessing over this service, your blessing over your words. Go before me, speak before me, touch a life, touch a backslider. Somebody watching online this morning who needs healing, who needs salvation, reach your mighty hand, stretch out through the airways, through the technical, uh, the, 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 the computers, the, the technology you've given us. Your spirit, I pray, go through those wires and touch their lives. We thank you for what you're going to do. We give you the praise and the glory ahead of time. In Jesus' precious name, we pray. We thank you. And all God's children said, amen, amen, amen. Please remain standing for the word. Musicians, you may be dismissed. Thank you. Can we give our musicians a hand and our singers? Amen. Amen. morning. If uh, you could please stand for the word this morning. We're going to be reading out of Isaiah 53. <clears throat> if you could do so. It says right here. Hold on, before I read this, I, I just got to ask, are you ready for the word this morning? Are you ready? Okay. <laughs> okay, I, I'm excited. I'm excited. It's, it, this is a long one. I, I hear some people sometimes say, Pastor, you your sermons need to be a little longer. Like it's, I'm like, it's a half an hour. They're like, no, not longer. So are you sure you want it longer today? Okay. Um, I, I promise I'll be, I'll be done when I'm finished. Okay. All right. <laughs> Amen. Isaiah 53, one right here. It says, who has believed our report and to whom has the arm of the Lord been revealed? For he shall grow up before him as a tender plant and as a root out of dry ground. He has no form or comeliness. And when we see him, there is no beauty that we should desire him. He is despised and rejected by men. a man of sorrows and acquainted with grief. And we hid, as it were, our faces from him. He was despised, and we did not esteem him. Amen. You may be seated this morning. Amen. Hallelujah. Well, I got to say, it's so good to see your beautiful faces this morning. Terry and Ruben, it's so good to see you guys. Amen. Beautiful. Amen. Hallelujah. Brother Israel, Saul, bro good to see you, my brother. Amen. Who's ready to hear from the word this morning? Amen. I want to I wanna look at being rejected. Somebody say rejected. I believe each and every one of us in our life have experienced this uh, thing called rejection. By the way, doesn't my wife do an amazing job with these slides? Look at that. Oh, my gosh. I see this picture here, and this, this girl, you know, you can just imagine what is going on in her life, what she's feeling. Um, and one of the things about the Old Testament that is significant, that helps us or me, I would say, 
um, put my confidence in, in God uh, is there are many chapters and verses uh, giving us a look at the coming Messiah back in the Old Testament. The Jews were waiting for something special, for something beautiful, for something amazing. And uh, when the Messiah did show up, it's sad he, he wasn't noticed. He wasn't identified. One of the things that the scripture tells us of his coming is important. It, it kind of uh, marks it right here in Isaiah. It says he will be despi despised and rejected. By who? By men. And I want to talk about this because there's some great insight in the rejection of Jesus that can help us. So <clears throat> I'm going to do something a little different this morning. I'm going to give you my punchline first uh, for the message. I'm a little nervous because in preaching class, they talk about the climatic point. You know, there are all these different names, but you hold the best for last. You save the best for last. When, when you're at that point, when you're at that moment of, 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 of this is it right here, okay? You save it for last, you drop it on the people, then you drop the mic and you walk off the stage. <laughs> That's what they tell you in, 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 in preaching class, all right? But I'm going to give you my drop in the mic moment right now. And I'm either going to walk off this stage <laughs> or I'm going to stay here. So, but this point right here, though, is so good. It's so amazing. I might just have to walk off. We'll see. The climatic point to this message right here, he was despised and rejected. The application for your and my life is when, right here, here we go. A person is rejected in life. It is a sign that God has something special for their life. Thank you for those amens, but it looks like I'm going to stay on the stage. <laughs> he was despised and rejected. I thought, I honestly, I'm going to be honest with you. I thought I'd get a little more amens than that because I thought there might be somebody out here who's been rejected, who's been talked about, who's been pushed to the curve, pushed to the side, unappreciated, unrecognized. But I got to be honest with you, I wish I knew then what I know now. I wish I knew when they didn't invite me to the party. I wish I knew when I invited them to our party and they didn't come. I wish I knew then what I know now. And that is, God doesn't want us to fit in. God doesn't want me to fit in. Because if you fit in and you get to going where God is taking you, man will try to get the credit. But see, God don't share his glory Amen. with nobody. So in the Bible, there's a story about a person. There's actually many stories. But I picked one person out who has multiple areas of rejection in their life. And when I say his name, I have a feeling some of you are going to be like, oh, yeah, we, we know. David. Yeah, we know David, right? <laughs> David, yes, David, David. 
he had some issues. David had some issues. He, he uh, killed Saul's murder. He committed adultery with Bathsheba. He tried to cover it up when they found out she was pregnant. And what did he do? He, uh, he killed her husband. But the Bible says something very interesting in Acts chapter 13. It says that David was a man after Thank you. After God's own heart. Wow. That shows me if God can use David, God can use us. And so I'm going gonna, I'm, I'm gonna to give you the scriptures, but I would encourage you. I've noticed some of you write notes, and I appreciate that you write notes down. And what, what I would encourage you to do as you're writing the notes, take these scriptures and read them during your devotional time this week. Um, read them during your devotional time because we don't have time to go into all every scripture. But you can, you can check me, check out the, uh, the verses. Um, so number one, rejected. David got rejected by his family. Somebody say family. First Samuel 16, 6 through 11. Let me paint the picture for you. Can I, can I, can I put a canvas up here? And can I paint a picture for you this morning? Yes. That's something I don't do a lot, but I'm going to do it right now. So um, Samuel is given some instruction by God to go to whose house? Jesse's house, because the next king is at Jesse's house. The next king of Israel is there. And uh, would that be incredible? Man of God shows up to your house and says, hey, the next king is in your house. What? He shows up, and Jesse, of course, brings out his seven sons. Okay? And Samuel now is, has the vial, and he goes, and he's going to anoint the next king. But the oil ain't coming out. And you know, Jesse's going, yeah, I knew it wouldn't be the first one, but maybe the third one. Second one, no, nothing. Third one, no. Now Jesse's getting a little nervous. He's going, you know what? It got to be the fourth one. I always knew he was going to be something. I always knew it. Nope. The fifth, the sixth, the seventh, nothing. Samuel says, you got any more sons? Is this all you? Uh, Jesse said, well, yeah, um, but you don't mean, surely you don't mean David. Right? You, 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 sh you don't mean David, that, that little heart playing rug rat shepherd boy in the back side of the desert over here, all stinky? You don't mean David. Samuel says, bring him here. And David walks through the door, destiny written right here. Samuel takes the vial, turns it, and the oil starts pouring out over David. Rejected. By his own father. Samuel says, let me check him out. Let me, let me see. I don't know who I'm talking to this morning, but somebody here, somebody watching online, your father don't want to own you. Your father don't want you. Your father is nowhere to be found. But I got some good news for you. That just means when you get rejected, it's a sign that you're special to God. He's just a teenager. David's father sends him down to the battlefield. And where his brothers are, they're in the army battling who? The Philistines. David has some, some, some food and brings them, and he wants to see how the battle is going. He's that little brother who's who also fighting on his, he's, he's also killed the bear and the lion, right? He's, he's killing some things of his own, and he's interested. He's, he wants to know how the battle is going. What's happening down here? And... 
to, to his astonishment, lo and behold, he goes and sees the army of the living God hiding in a ditch. And David's going, what is going on down here? I can feel his pain. Now, have you ever said that before? What is going on over here? What is happening? You guys are hiding in a ditch. And then they tell David, they say, well, David, the king has offered to give his daughter's hand in marriage to the man who goes and fights Goliath. The king has offered to exempt this man from taxes. And the king has offered to make this man rich. David says, what did the king say? What did the king say? But you see, David didn't really care about the riches. He was just upset that this man was speaking ill of his God. Rejected by his brothers. Rejected by his family. Someone needs to understand this morning when your family push you to the curb. When your family push you to the side. When your family says, no, it's not, you know, no, you're always, no, no. When your family, instead of crying and complaining about it and being upset about it, it's an indication that God is telling you this morning, he has something special for you. You're different. You're not like everybody else. David doesn't quit. He moves forward. Now, number two, he gets rejected by his boss. Somebody say boss. Boss. He gets rejected by his boss. David had a job. His job was to play the harp uh, for the king when the king was in distress. And so David would play when the king's uh, spirit was troubled. And then when David would play, the king's troubled spirit would leave. Isn't that a beautiful thing? David obviously had a gift to, to, to calm the, the king's spirit. What a beautiful thing. But that's just, that wasn't because David was playing the, David was writing psalms in, in the backside of the desert, amen? amen? Doing things when no one was watching, honoring God and being faithful with what he's been given. And now he's using it for the king. But the king now hears on the battlefield that this young man wants to fight Goliath. And what, is, what does Saul do? You're too young. You can't do this. This is, the, uh, no. Uh, then they try to give him his armor, and, but it ain't going to work out. So we know what David does, right? David pushes all those words to the side, goes and confronts Goliath, takes his slingshot, lets that rock go. It hits Goliath square right here on the forehead, and down he goes. But David not only just watches the giant fall, he goes and gets his sword, Goliath's sword. And you got to picture this, a young man grabbing this sword that's so big, who knows what he was doing with it. You know his brothers were going, oh, great. What is he going to do now? And he's swinging this thing around, and he chops off the giant's head. I say that because many of us need to chop off the giant's head in our lives. The giant's there, it's laying there, but he still might be alive. We want to make sure he's dead. He chops off Goliath's head, and a series of events are happening here. But as they start going into the city, 
all of a sudden, they're praising, the women are lined up in the streets celebrating, and you think Saul would be happy. You think the king would be excited. You think your boss, you think that person who you look up to would be excited, would be happy. They're coming back, and the crowd starts to sing, Saul has killed thousands. Amen? And I'm not sure how that song went. Maybe it went like, Saul has killed his thousands. Saul has killed his thousands. But it was women singing, so hold on. <laughs> Saul has killed his thousands. Saul has killed his... But maybe it wasn't that. Maybe it was hip-hop. I don't know. What do you think, Israel? Maybe they, were, maybe they were like, Saul has killed his thousands. Yeah. Come on, help me out. Saul has killed his thousands. Help me out, church. Yeah. I said, Saul has killed his thousands. But, 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 but David has killed ten thousands. That's when the record went <laughs> And all of a sudden, some things has changed. I'm trying to paint a picture. They're marching into the city. David is on the shoulders of the soldiers, and they're celebrating. They're singing David's praise. And all of a sudden now he gets rejected by his boss. He gets rejected by the king who now becomes jealous. He's mad because he didn't think David was old enough. He's mad because maybe David, because David didn't use his armor. He's mad. Who knows why he's mad? Because he knows he should have been the one to do it in the first place. He's mad. He's upset. But the moment the women started singing his praise, it says right here, Saul sent to kill David. I don't know who this is for this morning, but all I'm trying to say is even when someone in a position of authority rejects you, as long as you keep your heart right, as long as you still pray for your leaders, as long as you still respect them, as long as you still honor them, God will have your back. It just means you have a special assignment from God. When they don't want to celebrate you, when they can't recognize your work, when they don't give you the promotion, they'll give it to everybody else. It's just a sign that God has something special for you. It's, it's okay. When you're at work and you're working and you're doing the best you can and you're trying and, and you don't feel appreciated, it's okay. It just means God has something special for you. King David right here, he, now he's running for his life. I, I thought I was going to have the tax-free exempt. What, what is going on here? He's running for his life. Now David, the, the reject, runs into a cave. And guess what? Runs for his life, hiding in, in a cave. And lo and behold, in the cave is full of reject men. reject men he pops up into this cave and you got to think about it though man like i know this is not in the bible but you just got to wonder wouldn't it have been cool 
David's like, man, guys, I play the harp. What do you play? Let's start a band. Let's call ourselves the Rejects. You know, the Rejected Men. I mean, that, that's a cool band name, right? Anyway, sorry. I, I know some people are like, where does it say that? I don't see the... It was a joke. Okay. Thank you. And all of a sudden, they choose David, who's also in distress, to be their leader. Le David now is the leader of the rejects. He's the leader of the misfits. He's the leader of the unwanted. And uh, he finds himself here. But what's amazing about David is he goes to the Philistine army to join them. He goes to the enemy. It's a sad day when you can't fight with your own people, so you have to go join up with the enemy to fight the enemy, to be undercover. But that's just crazy to me. You don't do that, you know? That's like Michael Jordan back in the 90s, you know, when the playoff, you know, getting with Utah Jazz, you know? You don't do that. That's like the, uh, I need a better one. Um, it'd be like the, the, the Redskins uh, becoming a Dallas Cowboy on Thanksgiving Day. You don't do that. And here David joins up with the enemy. He was a man after God's own heart that shows me that even when his own people don't want him, he'll join up with the enemy to defeat the enemy because all he wants to do is God's work. All he wants to do is God's work. And he'll do whatever it takes. And so the general, I'm going to fast forward here, folks. The general sees the Jewish boys and says, uh, we're about to fight your guys. Uh, these, uh, wait, wait, wait a second here. Tony, the world has wisdom too. They said, uh, no, we don't trust you. Get out of here. Now he's been rejected by the enemy. <laughs> rejected by the Philistines. Rejected. Rejected. Number three, co-workers, his fellow men, when they come back, they, 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 uh, the, uh, David, the men he joined with, those, those rejects, they go back to their hometown and they see their families are gone. Everything's been destroyed. Everything is gone. And David now is not wanted by them. They want to kill David. They're blaming David. And I don't know if it gets any worse than this, but it's a sad day when you get rejected by the rejects. It's a bad day when the rejects don't even want you. Let me close this morning. Actually, hold on, I got one more. Is that okay? I got one more. Okay, now don't say amen on this one, okay? Husbands, wives, don't say amen on this one. Number four, he got rejected by his spouse. Maybe you've been rejected by your husband, your wife. Can I paint another picture for you this morning? Okay. So David has now become king. He's the king of Israel. And he has this assignment of bringing back the Ark of the Covenant back to Jerusalem, taking back what the enemy stole because the Ark of the Covenant is sacred. It has the presence of God. It has some artifacts up in this thing. And he wants to bring it back. But as they're transporting it, someone dies right away on the spot. God kills them. Boom. Dead. 
Does anybody know why they, God killed them? Yes, ma'am. They were, they, were, they were doing it the wrong way. When they get back, when David finds out, they, 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 go back, they, they go back and they do it the correct way. They start carrying it the right way. And it was crazy. What's amazing is they carry it six spaces. And then they stopped. But they stopped for a reason. They stopped to give God praise because nobody died. And I don't know if you remember last week, sometimes... Even while we're going, we haven't got there yet. We haven't graduated yet. The business is not flowing yet. But sometimes we got to stop and thank God that he's taking us somewhere. Sometimes it's okay to stop and give God praise before the battle is over. Before the battle is won, it's okay to stop and thank God and give him praise. We're grateful God is taking us somewhere. They're coming into the city. And King David now is shouting. He's dancing until his clothes come off. Now, Matt and Amanda, I know you guys <laughs> like to boogie. And I've, I've also, I've, I'm going to be real with you. I've jumped up and down excited for the Lord. But never to the point where my clothes start coming off. I'm going to be real with you. Uh, uh, I mean, that's, that's pretty exciting. Yeah. Da- King David right here is so excited. His clothes now are coming off and his, he, he, his shoes are coming off. He's celebrating. They brought it back home. But in the king's palace, there's Mitril, his wife. And... She says to the king, the king sure made a fool of himself today. Anybody here knows what it's like to look for encouragement from a place you think you should get encouragement, but you don't get the encouragement? Like I said, husbands, wives, don't say amen. Just wink at me. Just give me a wink. <laughs> On the opposite side of where they're sitting. Amen. Amen, brother, I see you. Amen. No, I'm joking. I'm still saying. <laughs> amen, Matt, I see you. Amen. Amen. Just give me a wink. Just give me a little wink. Just nod your head a little. Yeah, you ever, you ever, you, you ever come to a place in your life where, where you, you're looking for some encouragement? You're excited about something. You got some good news you want to share with some people. You got something exciting, and you're looking for some encouragement, but you don't get that encouragement. David knows how you feel. And I love the way David responds right here. This is what my wife would have said right here. I love the way David responds right here, because I would have, I would have went into a corner and just said, I can't, I can't believe. Well, if I was dancing in the streets and my clothes came off, I think Ricky would be a little more upset than uh, <laughs> David's wife. But uh, I'm going to be real with you. But I love the way David responds. We got to learn how he responded. You got to learn how to respond this morning when you're expecting someone to encourage you and they don't. We got to learn to do what David did. David said right here, he said, well, if you didn't like the way I was praising God today, just wait till you see me praise God next time. If you didn't like it today, hey, it's okay. I was hoping you'd join me. But just wait till you see me shout and praise God next time. 
Just wait. Let this be a revelation to you, church, this morning, teenager, young man, young lady, mature person of the Lord. You might be rejected. And some of us carry the spirit of rejection. It's in us. It affects our physical life. It affects our mental thinking. The spirit of rejection runs deep. But this morning, by God's grace, we're going to break that spirit for those who want it broken. But as you have to understand, there was a time in my life I was dealing with a lot of rejection. I had the spirit of rejection run deep in my family. Even though my mom told me she loved me, my, the, there's things that run deep in the family. How many of you know? Spirit rejection can run deep. Not wanted, not loved, not, not feeling like. But may this be a revelation to you this morning. If you're feeling rejected, you might be disliked. You might be dismissed. You might be discounted. You might be disapproved. You might be disadvantaged. You might even be discharged. But it's okay because God someday is going to put you on display. God is going to put, he says, right now I got you covered. I, I, I'm covering you right now. You're in the backside of the desert. You're, you're doing my will. When, when no one's watching, when, when your husband's not home, you're doing, you're, you're doing the work for me. When your wife's not home, you're, you're honoring her. You're, you're, you're doing in secret what you would be doing in the open. I, I, I see you. I'm watching you. I, I got you covered right now, but there's going to come a day. There's going to come a time. Yes, it might feel like right now you're not appreciated. There's going to come a time. I got you. I'm going I'm gonna, I'm gonna to uncover you. I'm gonna, I got something special for you. It's coming. The question is, is, do we keep going or do we quit? I've seen so many people in the, in the process, they're doing all the right thing, they, they quit, they stop, they let go. And they don't join the enemy to defeat the enemy, they, they, just, they just give up. But let not that be us this morning. God wants to put you on display. He wants to use your life in a way that you never thought be possible. You bet, Pastor Carlos, I've never been to this church. Pastor Carlos, I've been coming here for years. I don't know what you No, God wants to put you on display with your family, with your children, with your grandchildren. He wants to put you on display. Say, Pastor, but I feel rejected. I'm not loved. No, you are loved. And this morning, we're going to break that. In Jesus' name. Our God is about to uncover you. I don't know who you are this morning, but you're here. You've been rejected. They've rejected you. The spirit of rejection, like I said, it runs deep. And we want to break that this morning. So what we're going to do, we're going to stand and we're going to sing up that song, Forever God is Faithful. We're going to slow it down and sing it. Give thanks to the Lord, our God and King. His love endures forever. And this morning, you want to come down to the altar. 
You say, Pastor Carl, I want to come down. You want to come down the altar and you want to, you want to pray for those people who right now, and I've already said it, that, that there's somebody, I, you, you know who they are. They, they, they've spoken ill on your life. They've spoken ill against you. They've, they've said some things that's been hurtful and you've been hanging on to those words for many years. This morning, don't leave this place going, man, I could have, should have, would have. This morning, come down to the altar and give it to God. Come down to the altar and say, I've been, I, I, I'm, I'm letting this go. I am not rejected. I am loved by God. I am loved by him. Let's sing out this song this morning. If that's you this morning, I encourage you to come to the altar and pray. And I'll have someone come and pray with you. Amen this morning. Yeah, yes, Lord. Give thanks to the Lord, our God and King. I say give thanks to the Lord, our God and King. His love endures forever. above all things his love endures forever sing praise yes Lord sing praise with a mighty hand with a mighty hand and an outstretched arm his love endures forever been reborn his love endures forever sing praise yes sing praise sing praise sing just quicken me right now there there are people who grew up in church and your father you got your mother you got but maybe your grandparents you don't feel like your grandparents love you you don't feel like your grandparents care your aunt and uncles you don't feel like they care about you you don't feel like they they've never even called you on your birthday 
I don't care if you're over 50 years old and that has happened to you in your life. You need to forgive. You need to let go. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Yeah. Forever God is with us. Forever. From the rising to the setting sun. From the rising to the setting sun. His love endures forever. By the grace of God, we will carry on. His love endures forever. Sing praise. Sing praise. Sing praise. God is good. Amen. 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 I'm going to tell you right now. I'm going to tell you right now. I'm okay with being rejected by the world as long as long as I'm accepted with God. I'm okay with being disliked from the world. I'm okay to be dissed now. I'm okay if you want to talk about me now. That's okay. As long as I'm accepted by him. Amen. Amen. That's all that matters. This morning, church, as we dismiss, uh, before we bow our heads, before we close again. Wow. I'm, yeah, I did take my time. I'm sorry. I apologize. Oh, thank you. Amen. Amen. Who heard from the Lord today? Who heard from the Lord today? Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I'm so excited. Let's, let's buy those baseball tickets. Amen. Let's, be, let's join together. Let's join together in, in, in celebration. Um, we don't know what the future holds. But we're a team. We're together. One. Let's be safe. Let's love one another. Let's encourage one another. Call one another. Hit me up for dinner. No, I'm joking. Playing. Just playing. Just joking. <laughs> Amen. Let's bow our heads. Let's bow our heads this morning. Amen. Brother Israel, if you can come down, please, and, and, and pray us out of here. Say a special blessing over us this morning. So good to see you and your beautiful family. Amen. Let's bow our heads, church, and do me a favor. Have a beautiful Sunday. Those who are watching online just want to say hello. We love you. We thank you for joining us. Amen. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, thank you for this uh, wonderful, amazing uh, morning, Father. Thank you for the word. Thank you for using Pastor Lord. We receive what he spoke today, Father. And uh, all the rejection that each one of us had went through it in life, Father. Thank you for accepting us the way we came unto you, Father. Thank you for your love. Thank you for your forgiveness, Father. And um, do not let us leave this place the way we came in, Father. Bless us and thank you for another month. We're in August, Father. The way the world is, 
Whatever they say, it's going to happen, Father. We are in your hands, and we believe in you, Father. In the name of the Father, the Father, and the Father, Father. In the name of the Father and the Holy Spirit. Amen. God bless. God bless everyone.